if you open your heart up to him and you tell him from your heart, I sure hope so, you will experience the peace of God tonight. What you adore is what you receive on Sunday. So what happens in the epiclesis is that the Holy Spirit comes down I want you over the bread, through the hands of the priest, and the bread and the wine become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. That's why they ring the bells. That's why you're kneeling. But it's for real. It's really happening. And then this is what happens. Your life, you are to unite your life to that host. And then the priest takes the bread and the wine after he changes it, right? This is my body. This is my blood. The bells are ringing. It's changing. Then is the great amen prayer. Our prayers and our life are united to the host, and the priest takes Jesus in the Eucharist, and he raises it up to the Father. He's giving Jesus at that moment back to the Father, and if you are with him, guess who's on, who's on the altar with him? Guess who's being raised up to the altar? Do you know who? You. You and me. Because you have united your life with Christ, and when the Father, your priest, takes the host, he lifts it up to God the Father. He is offering Jesus the perfect sacrifice with your sacrifice of your life at that moment. The whole thing is happening. And the priest says this, through him, with him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, That unity of the Holy Spirit is the cry of humanity to be one, to be united, and to be loved, and it will happen through the power of the Holy Spirit, through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All power and honor is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. And St. Therese and St. Catherine said at that moment, if you could see what happened, you would cry with joy. Because the Holy Spirit comes down and receives the gift from heaven, from the priest. He receives you, and he receives your life, and he goes like this. Over the people in the church, the Spirit goes out and covers all of us. And it's like being covered with bulletproof glass. And we will not know until heaven how protected we were and how loved we were. That's what happens at every holy mass. Isn't that something? Like bulletproof glass. Now, I need to end. And so I want to end with this story. This is a true story that happened. I believe it happened up in northern Minnesota. There was a priest friend of mine who was um, going on a camping trip. And there was a terrible accident on the side of the road. And he pulled over. Two cars had crashed. And there was six or seven teenage boys. Teenage boys in both of the cars. The ambulances were coming. Father got out and he said, can I help? One of the ambulance drivers said, Father, these kids are Catholic because the sacred hearts were in the cars. So Father said he went right away and he started anointing the boys as fast as he could. He anointed their hands. He anointed their foreheads with the cross. He said, Father, forgive them for any way they have forgiven with their minds. 
Father, forgive them for any way they have sinned with their hands. And when he got all done anointing him, he went up to his cabin. He called the hospital. All of the boys died. All of them. And he said it changed his life forever. He said at their church, they used to have youth ministry. They do dances and they do fun things all the time, but they rarely talk to the kids about the serious things in life. He said it was going to change. He said it's not fair. They should be able to be ready. He wondered if when they went to Mass that Sunday, did they know when they received communion, they were, it was a Sunday, the accident was on a Sunday, did they know that they were going to, receive, they were going to meet Jesus in a couple hours? The closest you get to meeting Jesus is in the Eucharist, par excellence, because it's Jesus himself. So he went back to his church. This is a true story. He went back to his church, and at the next youth dance that they did, he had all the kids come to Mass beforehand. And at that Mass, he told the kids the story of the boys in the car accident. And then he talked to them about heaven and he talked to them about making the choice for God. There was a young man who was in the front row, he said. He was so irritated that they had to go to church. Father said they had to be, have a stamp that they bent to Mass or they can't go into the dance. He didn't charge anything that night. <laughs> no stamp, no dance. That's what Father said, right? So this boy was up in the front row, and he took his watch off, and he started going like this. And he started yawning and being really obnoxious. And Father, he said he was so hard, he just had to quit looking at the boy. But he got through the rest, and everything went fine. The kids went, and they had their dance. That night, Father got a call. That young man went home. He took a shower after the dance. There was a break in the electrical cord of his blow dryer. And he was shocked. And he died that night. At his funeral, all the kids loved this boy because he was the one that everyone laughed, made, he made everyone laugh, you know? But they got the message. Now, God didn't want that to happen. God knew. God knows every one of us when we're going to go. He knows. That young man heard a homily on life and on death, the day that he was going to be taken home. Right? The last time he went to communion, Father said he made a joke of it the whole way, the whole way back to his pew. He laughed and talked the whole way. That is how real Jesus is. That church went on to build a really huge youth program. <laughs> the kids got it. I hope you get it too. And I hope you don't miss them. Because there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. There is nothing. Romans chapter 8. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. He has given everything he could do. He has poured his love out to us to the end. And if you ever wonder or doubt, if you are loved, then all you have to do is find a crucifix and hold him to your heart and talk to him. And I promise you, he will talk back. He loves us and he forgives us. 
He knows it's really a hard time to have faith. Many, many people have lost their faith because they're so busy. So now we are going to lead you in a little time of prayer. But what I want you to do is just everybody quick stand up. Don't run out of the church.